0: You know what I really love? I really love a good hack, a time-saving tip, a way to do something better than I was doing it before. So in this episode, I have 13 hacks for you. Some of them are to be more productive. Some of them don't really feel like they're productive, but they result in you being more productive. And who cares what some of them are? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. Are you ready for hack number one? When you get an online lead, before you even call them, send them a text or an email introducing yourself. It could be really simple, you know, hi, Joe, this is Heather Wright with REMAX concepts. I got your message and wanted to let you know, this is my cell phone number. I'll call you shortly. And then on your email, you would say basically the same thing, but then you could say, oh, and my cell phone is this or whatever phone number you're going to call them from. Because then when you call them, even if it's immediately after you send the text message, the phone, well, definitely iPhones, I guess I don't really know how Androids work, but the iPhone is going to say when, you know, like if you were calling and they didn't have your phone number programmed, it would just say the phone number. But in this case, you've sent the intro text and or email. So now the iPhone picks up on that. Even if they haven't read your message, the iPhone knows, and it will say maybe Heather, Wright Instead of just your phone number. So then the person thinks, oh, do I know this person? I should probably answer this call. So it's not such a cold call. It's sort of a tricky warm call, even though it's a cold call, but that's hack number one, psychologically tricking the iPhone (laughs) into thinking you're a real existing contact for your soon to be future client hack number two and three go together. You know how social media has all these algorithms and they're actually kind of selfish and they want everyone to engage and, you know, just be together all the time and love each other. Oh, who has time for that? So this hack is when you're engaging with someone's post on social media, try to be more conversational. The rule of thumb I follow is to leave a comment with more than four words. It's easy to leave one or two word comments like, oh, that's so cool or you're beautiful, you know, but those, those aren't super sincere. The algorithm isn't really picking up your vibe of being mega engaged. So when you're trying to hit four or more words in your comment, it sort of forces the sincerity. At least it makes me more conversational and I think it will you too. So then the partner to that is hack number three, engage more on social So after you've left your forward comment, whether it's the same day or tomorrow or next week, send that person a message on that same social platform. So if you left them a comment on Facebook, send them a Facebook message through messenger. The algorithm will think you guys are super friends because of all the one-to-one engagement and it will show you in each other's feed more often. So you're kind of hacking the algorithm to get your stuff more seen by your ideal clients. Hack number four, use a calendar. Now, I don't know who these people are that don't use calendars. I have a friend who is a high producer. She sells so much stuff and I swear to God, she doesn't use a digital calendar. She uses a paper calendar. I don't know how she does it. So this is hack number four, use a calendar I mean, ideally use a digital calendar, but I suppose that doesn't necessarily matter. Use the calendar that's going to work for you. Schedule out all of your block time, standing appointments that you have, family time, gym time, anything that's important to you, schedule it. Then you can add in some time blocking on top of that to get your to-do or your must-do list complete. Sitting at your computer with no real direction just results in a lot of wasted time. But if you use your calendar and time block, use your time wisely, then you'll be more productive. Hack number five, turn off all of the notifications on your phone. You do not need a ding every time you get an email. Ding, 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 ding. I remember long, long time ago when Jessica first started on my team, she was so excited every single time she got an email and she had... <laughs> did did we have blackberries back then? I don't remember. She had a ding that would go off every time she would get an email. I'm like, Oh my God, you've got to turn that off right now. So very quickly that brand new agent, realized I do not need to be notified of every email and uh you know I'm sure if you are an experienced agent listening to this you kind of think back to when you were brand new and it was exciting to get that email but like seriously you're glued to your phone as a seasoned real estate agent so uh <laughs> you'll get that email when you get there so I also took that turn off notifications a step further and I turn off my text notifications I do have an iPhone. So I still get the bubble on my phone, you know, like the notification that shows up on your screen. And my phone is usually not far away from me because it's glued to my hand. (laughs) So I usually see the text fairly quickly. And I don't know about you, but my Apple watch is super fucking annoying with every single notification. So I have, um, I think I have most notifications turned off. If you're on the home screen of your watch not the home screen, but, you know, like the face that you've selected to be your watch. And then if you scroll up from that, there's a bunch of things, little icons. I've got the little alarm bell with a slash through it selected. And I think that has some of my notifications turned off. Uh, You can also select the half moon for do not disturb. And then you can use theater mode, which turns your watch on silent and it keeps the screen dark. So if your phone is super irritating, you can click the happy mask and the sad mask. They're they're just masks. It's like the third row down. And then of course there's airplane mode. So there's lots of different options to manage notifications on your watch, but my recommendation is to turn them off. You will get to the callers and the texters and the emailers when you have time to focus on them. My next hack is setting office hour boundaries and more importantly, sticking to them. I tell people that I prefer to not work after 8 p.m. for a few reasons. First, my brain doesn't work as good that late at night as it does earlier in the day, and I'll make sloppy mistakes. And second, I'm married and I'd like to stay married. So it's nice to have some dedicated family time that's not me with my clients spending time with my family. So even though I've set those boundaries with my clients however I have found that my phone is glued to my hand no matter what and maybe this has happened to you too so to follow those boundaries that you set create a do not disturb schedule or use the iPhone sleep function or both you can program your phone to leave you alone and it's awesome my phone goes black at 10:15 every night in sleep mode I'm almost never working that late, but I might be screwing around, might be sending text messages with my friends or who knows what, but this forces me to wind down and get ready to rest. It helps my brain stop working so hard so I can get to sleep faster. You could also set your phone to do not disturb at eight o'clock or whatever time your workday ends. The beauty of this is that your phone isn't in charge of you. You're in charge of your phone. And you can decide when to get back to people. It does not have to be right now. You're going to be in demand, not on demand. And adding to this hack, I call this one get shit done mode. (laughs) Do you ever find yourself in like you're busy, you have things going on, people are bugging you, but you have to concentrate and you really have to get something done. Put your phone on do not disturb. But then, if you find you can't concentrate without checking your email every 30 seconds, I mean, it happens. I get it. Put your phone in airplane mode. My God, put it in the room next to you. Just get it out of your sight. And it's okay to be off the grid for two hours because your goal is to be in demand, not on demand. When you can focus on your people instead of feeling like you're running around with your hair on fire. It will be better for you and it will also be better for them. So that's what get shit done mode does. It makes it better for everybody because you get shit done and then you can properly focus when you're in demand, not on demand. My next hack is to create a power list. If you feel like you're totally disorganized and you're getting nothing done, you probably make a to-do list. If you remember a couple of episodes ago, I shared my daily recipe for success. And one of the things I do is I list out three things that I must get done that day. That's actually your power list. Your must do is a power list. Changing the name of the list from to do or must do to power list. Now that's going to get shit done. And then you shut everything off and power through to get it done one way that you might get things done is by using hack number nine, Pomodoro sessions, where you set a timer for yourself and knock out your work for 30 minutes. That's what Jess does. Jess is on my team. And if she has, maybe she has a bunch of follow-ups that she has to get done. So she sets a timer for herself for 30 minutes thinking she'll get all of her follow-ups done. And of course, whenever you do that, somebody's going to answer the phone when you call them. And that is probably going to take twenty minutes. So then it feels like you got nothing done, but you were focused in that time frame on doing the task. In her example, the task of following up with people. A Pomodoro session is similar. You set your alarm for, let's say, twenty five minutes, and then you take a break for five minutes. So maybe you work your follow ups for twenty five minutes with no distractions, and then your alarm goes off, and you have five minutes to get more coffee, check your text messages, check your emails, send a quick response, and then you repeat it. So doing two or three Pomodoro sessions in a row can help you really be productive. Hack number 10, make and take time for yourself. I've talked about taking care of yourself first on several episodes, but it's so important. It's worth mentioning again, when you make time to take care of yourself, you'll be more productive. Jess, who I've now mentioned like three times, way to go. Jess, totally helping me out on this episode. Jess and my team gave this example. She said that she likes to go to the gym. So she'll first thing in the morning, she'll sit down at her desk for 45 minutes and deal with anything important or you know pertinent, she said. And then she goes to the gym for an hour and she comes home feeling good And like her mind is more clear to work. She gave herself a break and took care of her health and gave herself space to tackle the rest of the day. If that's the only thing that you get out of this episode, I hope it's the most important thing. Make and take time for yourself. Okay. Hack number 11, create templates. I love a good template. An email template that's saved in my CRM. Oh, I have hundreds of them. Imagine having to write the same email over and over and over from scratch every time. Ugh, I can't imagine it. So you'll save so much time by doing it once and then copy and paste or using your template for each time thereafter. We also use text templates. So you copy, paste, and send your text. I have an offer template in my .loop folder. We have certain documents that are needed for every buyer and using the offer template make sure I don't forget any of those documents. So not only does it help me save time, but it also helps me think less because I don't have to think, I just follow the template. Anything you do repeatedly can be made into a template. And remember that tip, the first one, where I said, send an intro text with your name and phone number before calling your new leads. You better believe that's your first template to create. And adding on to creating templates, hack number 12 is using systems. Systems are kind of templates, but they're better. So I think they deserve their own category. What system do you have in place to manage a new buyer lead or a new listing lead? What system do you have in place when launching a new listing? Flying by the seat of your pants is for the birds. Having systems is the way to stay organized and stay sane. And provide a better experience for your clients. A CRM would be a great place to start with your systems. We use Follow Up Boss, and that's where we store all of those email templates, all of the text templates. Uh, we also have action plans, automations, and systems driven by the tags we choose in that CRM. If you're not already using a CRM and you want to try Follow Up Boss, check out the show notes. I'll include a link where if you sign up for follow-up boss through my link, you'll get 50% off your first month hacks and savings. Gotta love that. And my last hack, lucky number 13, put your ideas in a parking lot. What's that song? Something, something in a parking lot. uh, Music is not my strong suit, but this parking lot is essentially a place where you park your ideas. It's also easy to find those ideas. I have a couple of things that I use for my parking lots. I'll use Excel or Trello to organize my parking lot ideas. Like this podcast, for example, is in my Savvy Agent podcast parking lot. So anytime I have an idea for a podcast, I make a Trello card under my ideas board. So then I release the idea to the parking lot. And next time I have time to work on that project... Whether it's for a podcast episode or it's a marketing idea or upgrade you want to make to your listing packet, whatever the example is, when you have time, you'll visit your parking lot and pick the idea that makes the most sense to work on in that moment to move your business forward. So I have a really long list of ideas for podcasts. And sometimes I go in there and I'm like, oh, what was I thinking? This is terrible. I have another parking lot for my Heather Wright and associates real estate videos. so many parking lots, but that's okay. Put your idea in a parking lot. No, no, that's not the tune either. Mm. I'll figure out what that, what that song is. And um, if I can find it in time to publish this, I'll include it in the show notes so that uh, if you also don't know the song, you won't think I'm as crazy as you might be thinking in this moment. So, Um, so anyway, you'll get those ideas out of your head. So you won't be thinking, you know, do you ever have an idea? And then you're constantly trying to remember what it is that you are going to do. You won't have that problem anymore because you have saved the idea in your parking lot. It also gives some ideas time to fizzle out on their own without you wasting time on them. If I recorded a podcast, every time I had a great idea, there'd be a lot of really terrible podcast episodes out there. So it's okay to release the thought to your parking lot. And then later, if you think, oh, what was I thinking here? Well, you could move that now determined bad idea to an ideas. I'm never going to use parking lot, or you could just delete it, or you could do nothing. And it could just sit in your ideas, parking lot forever. It's okay. That's what parking lots are for to park things. there. something that may have made perfect sense three days ago. And then today you realize, oh, that's not necessary at all. Totally normal. There you go. 13 hacks that hopefully will save you some time or help you be more productive or take your business to the next level. If you have any hacks that you think I have missed or should add to this list, I'd love to hear them. Email me podcast at savvyagent.co. I'll talk to you soon. Okay you guys, I've had time to <laughs> I've had time to do a little googling and guess what I found? The song about the parking lot is by the Counting Crows. They built paradise and put up a fucking lie. With a pink hotel, a booty and a swinging hot spot Don't it always seem to go That you don't know what you got till it's gone It'd be a paradise to put up a fucking line